Hey, what's up everybody? It's your boy Timprovise. Welcome back to the latest episode of the podcast. On the Provise Project today, we have Dave Latiti, aka the Brown Butterbean. Um, this is a really inspirational um, conversation we have around life in the hood, man, and just life and like struggles that people go through. Uh, we also go through his um, come up as a boxer and how he kind of changed it up um to uh motivate people and he he has a great thing going at the moment in um in all over auckland city uh but if you want to um if you again if you want to um help him out uh you can have a look on um under bbm uh butterbean motivation and you can help out there all right guys well i hope you enjoy this um podcast yeah how you been oh man we'll be busy bro we'll be really busy um you know, we had a massive pivot. We, once we went into COVID, you know, the day before level four lockdown, I helped a mum with four kids with no food, no money. So I, I, I really, I realised that day that we're going to have to pivot and to to help our people with um the basics. So mm. that's what we've we've pivoted to. So uh, we haven't even started back boot camps yet, and we're just um, it's just so busy. But, um, <laughs> But for, for those people, because, bro, like for me, I, you know, I was around when the story was happening, you know, when you started off and, you know, it was clear, it was clear as, but for the people that don't really win, for these youngins, all right, hmm. who exactly are you, bruv? Uh, my name is Dave Latelli, uh, aka the Mighty Brown Butterbean. Uh, look, I come from nothing. I, my father was the, the the president of the Mongol mob. I worked my, I worked my way up. I, I done really well in life, only to lose it all. Uh, and that's what wound me getting back here to New Zealand back in 2014 with the tail between my legs. <laughs> Very blessed that I, uh, I knew uh, I grew up with David Higgins, uh, Joseph Parker's manager, and uh, he threw me a lifeline to be a boxer, you know, and I wasn't much of a boxer. I had fought a lot, but not in the boxing ring. Um, and it was just really as a, a way to motivate me to try and get my life back on track and lose some weight because I weighed um, over 200 kilos at the time. Um, but you know, the catch was I had to play a character and I had to play a bad guy, uh, like a wrestling heel, mm. you know, and, 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 I, and I had a, a lot of fun with that, but, uh, most people didn't get it, you know, so, uh, there, yeah, look, I had a lot of haters when I first come on the scene. Um, but you know, I managed to turn it around. So it, because I was fighting on Joseph Parker cards, um, each time I fought, I'd lost. I was losing weight. So amongst all of the hate mail I got, I was getting a lot of messages from man. How are you doing this? What's the secret? Oh. And that's how I started the group BBM Motivation, just as an online platform where I could share my journey and be myself. And you know, started with just me, and now it's over uh, fourteen thousand members. And yeah, you know, we started a boot camp, just me helping my father-in-law's mate. And now, from those three people we had there. We're now um, upwards of 2,000 people a week, you know, all, all for free. All we do is serve our people, bro. Hard, um, bro. Fucking yeah, A. That, that, mm. Fuck, that's that's what me. We, that, and that's me. <laughs> Hard. Um, bro, and too, like, let's, let's uh, rewind it back to the boxing, bro. So you weren't even boxing. Were you just just hard out scrapper back in the day, bro? But, like, you just, like, yo, get into the boxing ring? How did you get started? I got into the boxing ring purely, you know, I had nothing. I was living here at my sister's house, my younger sister's house on a single bed I couldn't fit on, staring at the roof, feeling sorry for myself, wondering how I managed to, to screw things up so badly. You know, So Dave threw me on this card and the way it happened was I was, he took me to Germany. We had no idea what we were going to do. And he asked me if I wanted to come to Germany because he was quite worried about me because I was very depressed. 
Um, so I said, yeah, I'll, I'll have a free trip to Germany. So he said, well, you better train hard because I'm not going to pay for your business class because I couldn't fit an economy. When he paid for me back Australia to here, I had to come back on business class because I couldn't fit an economy. Um, so I went to Germany and over there, the, the head of German boxing at Joseph Parker Way, and they just couldn't believe the size of me. And, and I was covered in tattoos with a shaved head. So they thought, man, they were just one. They dragged me through the audience like a like a praised, uh, a prized elephant by the trunk and threw me on the scales. And, and I weighed 178 kilos. So everyone was shocked. I was happy because I just realized I'd lost a lot of weight. And, um, you know, I played it up like you see on YouTube, you know. I was going, I'm the man, I'll take on anyone. And everyone was laughing at me. And that's where Dave got the idea. This is this is what we'll do. You know, so I went back and the whole premise was I had to call out whatever area Joseph Parker fought in. So of course the first area he fought in that I was on was South Auckland. So <laughs> uh, you know, it look a lot of people didn't get it. Uh, you know, once they met me and they saw saw what I'm about. But I, look, I always thought, you know, because I was getting death threats, you know, uh, really? constantly getting death threats. Yeah, it was crazy. People just did it because because I was on that uh, when I first came out on that uh, Brian Minto, Joseph Parker uh, press conference, and I jumped on the scale, the scale set error, and uh, everyone laughed. And I said, "I'm the toughest man in New Zealand. No one can beat me." And and pe- and they put on crowd goes wild, and they, it was in the paper, and people just couldn't, they just didn't get it, you know. So. There not many. There wasn't anyone really doing that um, back then on you know on a on a major card like that you know, yeah. and so it just people couldn't handle it you know and also people were saying you know we're gonna we're gonna shoot you on sight, um, we you know uh, we'll set the worst one I got was we'll send you rope to hang your family. What um, the fuck is going yeah, on, so, bro? I'm oh, just gonna interrupt you for a second. I guarantee fucking to you, and you, you can't say this, but I will say this. I guarantee you was a white person. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee, you. bro. You don't know. No, no Pacifica Maldives are gonna oh, say bro. I'm gonna hang you. Oh, like, oh, oh, bro. No, no. You know what? I'll, I'll be honest, bro. I got a like, people. My own people the were the were the were were the worst. Really? You know, I, I used to get messages uh, because I, look, we you know I wasn't the humble. Islander, you know, so all, oh. I'm half Samoan, half Maori. So, you know, my own people will say you're a, you're a disgrace to all Pacific Islanders. You need to humble yourself. But I, and I just say, look, humble is not paying my bills. You know, I'm the, I, at this point of time, I was staying at a community house on a mattress on the floor. I lit, I literally wanted to drive into a pole every day. I didn't have my kids. I was so depressed. And while I was depressed. I was getting all these messages, so but I just used it as, uh, you know, fuel, fuel to keep pushing forward and and keep proving people wrong. And I knew, um, you know, one day they'll find out the truth. And it it just so happened that you know I, I started this group along my along the journey of boxing. Uh, and it's you know it's I mean now we're we're helping literally you know thousands of people, um, yeah. and mainly our people, Maori and PI, turn their lives around. And not not just it's not weight loss, you know, it's, it's yeah. mental health being around good people, giving people hope that they can do it. That, you know, like, you know, when you, when you go to a house, we're doing food deliveries. When you go to a house and you see, yeah. and you see the kids that are starving, uh, you know, and you see the parents that are on the piss and, you know, if you, you just think, geez, if I keep coming here and giving this food, these kids, they might see it, you know, and you, you might be able to give them some hope that they can get out because we got out, you know, I got out, uh, you know, so it's possible. Yeah. 
Bro, so like, um, when did you make that? Because it, was it like, you know, those lifestyle changes that you needed to make? Like, um, was that like uh, during the boxing, you were just like, yo, I just don't need to keep going with this shit. Or was it like afterwards, you're like, you know what? I'm actually affecting people. Should I just keep, you know, changing things or what? And I was through the boxing. So about a few fights in, I know I was getting a lot of questions about how you're doing this. You know, everyone thinks there's a shortcut. Uh, you know, what's the secret? <laughs> I was like very, and I just would say, well, there's no secret. Stop drinking fizzy drinks. Stop eating rubbish and go for a walk. That's what I did. Uh, so, in, so I started uh, the group BBM Motivation on Facebook. It's a private group and it's still private. And I used that as a as a platform where I could share my journey. And that's what that's that's what morphed into the group. But I, I had no idea it would turn into such a huge movement. You know, um, but you know, God is good. And but you know, you still got to put the hard work in. Yeah, and I, yeah, you're, you're you're so right. You see it all over Instagram and stuff like that. Like if you sign up for this and that and this and that. And do you, do you feel like those kind of like secret, like those people that are like, oh yeah, I got the secret the shortcut. I actually like like fucking it up for everybody, like like yourself. Like they want money for their secret. I'm saying that with the air quotes, but you're just mm. giving it away for free and just telling people, yo, this is what you do. Yeah, man. I mean, everything we do is free in BBM. Uh, you know, I always thought I also do have an online program, but I still keep that really cheap for our people. Mm. And that and that's how because I don't get any we, government funding, so that's how I feed the family, and that's how I, uh, you know, to run all of our boot camps. Yeah. But you know, there are there's other people. Everyone's got their hustle, and that's fine. But mm. it's the gimmicks that I don't like. Yeah. Uh, that's and 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 our you know we're preyed upon. So you know. These these gimmicks prey on us, and you know we we buy it. You know, so yeah. we, we we don't have enough money for broccoli, but we'll spend we'll spend four hundred bucks on isogenics or something, or yeah. Herbalife or whatever the case may be. Bro, that's out of it. That you get no f- government funding, bro. Like, what, what, what is there anything well, out there? Man, we're, we're, we're right on the we're right on the cusp. Okay, because back when we started, bro, you know that they would have looked at me and just seen an island an islander training other overweight islanders you know or brown guy training other overweight brown guys yeah. and but i never went away you know but i also can't deal with i call it um bureaucrat you know bureaucracy i can't deal with it but now but i understand that uh, you need to be around yeah. you need to have a team around you need to have infrastructure so i've got a, i'm very blessed now that i've got three full-time employees and i've got my uncle who was a, a, a ceo they all helping me now so you know we're right there, bro. You know, we're right Choice. there. I'm, I'm actually meeting a, a lady from the MSD on Sunday because I can't deny the the work, you know, yeah. the, and the results. That end of the day, it comes down to results um, uh, and and data. The government love data, and we, you know, we're just teaming up now with Auckland University to do a study. Uh, I don't like all that stuff, bro. To be honest, but my, I understand the importance of it. Yeah. You know, so it's good but having your team around you can you don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. well you yeah. know you do but you know yeah. the, the team does it that's a great idea bro yeah. shit yeah i'm very yeah i'm very blessed to have a good, to have a really good team around me because you know i don't i want to be with the people um you yeah. know and you know even today i went out and delivered um you know delivered some food and the guy spoke to one of our our team you know uh, on through email and then on the phone and, and he told told her I was an old friend of Dave's. So she, she told me, and I saw, you know, I'll go and deliver it and give him a surprise. And when I saw it was a, a really old friend of mine, it went right back to his father was in the Mongol mob with my dad and went, went back that far. And I was really, um, 
it was sad to see him the way he was, you know, because he had he had some you know health issues, you know, he had two strokes. But I also thought that it was uh, you know it was God's God's plan for me to go and see him, give him some food, and then give him some hope to say, hey, man, you can come and chill out at HQ and help us, you know, with our food parcels. Bro, it's quite um, it's quite serendipitous, brother. You know, because in terms of it's like destiny has kind of put you in this place, bro. Because you know, you're coming over and you and you, you you know you had that you were that guy. You were the you were the dude that was like, bro, I can't get off my fucking couch because I, you know, like I'm feeling really shit about myself and all that. And now it's like you, you know you're inspiring these other people. And it's fucking great to see, bro. Yeah, well, the thing about with us, you know, with with all of our group BBM, all our amazing team leaders, is that. Uh, it's easier to take advice from people who have been there, you know? So with, with me, you know, I've come, my dad was a bank robber. He was a drunk grower. He's in jail most of my life. My other uncle was a bank robber. My mum was a street kid. Um, but I, I never used it as an excuse. I went to uni. I played league all over the world. I, I've done business, but I've, I've also, um, you know, lived at a tinny house and sold, sold tinnies, you know? So, uh, and I've also put a knife through my chest. Um, and I'm, I'm honest with my journey and, and people, um, you know they can relate, and when 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 they see someone that's that's been through all of the same the same crap that they have, and uh, come out the other side, you know it, it's a lot more easier to listen to someone like that. Yeah, you, you, you're hood qualified. People are like, yo, <laughs> yo, he's got that hood. He's got that G code. I'll listen to the brother. And um, yeah, it's really it, bro, it's great. Like I've been like following because bro, I was a big wrestling fan, eh? and like when you came out. I was like, yo, I like this dude. Like, like, like I'm all about this shit. Like, this is the man. And then, um, yeah, that kind of fucking buzzes me out that people went, didn't dig it, man. Oh, man, it was, it was, it was really bad. And it was, like, my, especially for my, my, my family, it was yeah. quite hard. Like, so it's, that's social media, you know. I, I, I laughed at it, you know, but there was, there were times, some of the comments were quite, you know, nasty, but I sort of understood that's what I was doing. You know, so I couldn't, and it was paying, you know, giving me money. It wasn't paying me a lot, but it was giving, I didn't have nothing, so it was good. But yeah, man, it was really crazy. But each, because look, I wasn't on there because I could box. This is the thing. I wasn't on a, on the boxing show because I could box. I had to keep um, one-upping, you know, it was like a performance. I had to keep doing real stupid stuff or real out there stuff to get on the news because I knew at a press conference, I, I was fully aware, if I, I'm, I'm a nobody if, at these press conferences. If I don't do something, I won't make the news. It's all about Joseph's, you know, yeah. which which I fully got. So I had to make sure that I caused a massive scene at the, at the main press conference, you know, so come out, you know, push a shove or uh, come out dressed up as Elvis or come out, come to a press conference with a full-on SWAT team, you know, and, and, and do stuff like that, you know, so, but... It was fun, but it was like you know. It was times where I had to stop going out. I'd go out, and people would throw drinks at me, and 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 you know, slap me in the face. And I can, if I did go out, I only went out to 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 one particular nightclub where my friend would would work, so you know, I wouldn't get hassled. You know, it was wow. it just was crazy, bro. Man, it was people crazy. just man, that that is crazy because people just don't get it. Like you're not like this dude. Like this is who you play. I mean, you look at like the UFC; they all do that shit. Like yeah, yeah. McGregor does it, they're all doing that stuff. You were doing it yeah. way before. And even going back to like Ali and stuff, like Ali's the man. But you know, yeah. like he would do that kind of that stuff and Well, yeah, I just mean I mean I never took 
the funny thing is, I never, t- I, I took, I took boxing really seriously. I, I didn't. I mean, if I, I think that's where I started to get respect from other boxing people because a lot of the the boxing uh, purists hated me as well. Yeah, I could see so, that happening. But what was happening was they'd see who I was surrounding myself with, the sealed losing weight, and I was slowly getting better. You know, <laughs> I, I started boxing in 2014. I did have a boxing match at uh, uh, the, uh, you know, what's it called? Fight Club in Ellerslie. I fought there. Um, I, I trained I trained there to get fit for league one time. So um, I did have that boxing match there, but, you know, I never really took it seriously. Yeah. People, people just went. Uh, yeah, they went nuts, bro. <laughs> like you're marketing genius, brother. If those are, if those are all your ideas, the Elvis one, the SWAT one, bro. Marketing is. I, and I, it was, I, yeah, it was great. It was, it was funny because I'm friends with Mike King, and and I used to meet up with him, you know, and and he'd tell me one-liners, you know, he'd say, "Oh, this is what you should do. Say oh, this, say yeah. this, say this." And uh, you know, the funny, the best one I ever done was that SWAT team one where I turned up. And King Capisi was actually one of the dressed up as one of the SWAT team, and one of our friends had was a former was in the uh, was in the you know special forces or something, and he had all the uniforms, and so he and some of his uh, ex army mates came. So they, as we were walking down Newmarket, they were walking in uh, formation. They were stopping traffic on the main roads, and, and we went in, and the, the press had just worked to a T. The press just all came to me. And I said, uh, you know, Mike King's line. I said, these guys, they're not here for my protection. They're all they're here for all of your protection. You know? So, Tox Valley is a big wrestler in Japan. He's a yep. really good friend, of, good friend of mine. He was there, and, and uh, it was just, it was fun, man. But I, I was also always nervous because you know, it, that wasn't me. You know, it was it was yeah. hard. It was hard to do. Yeah, you're putting on an act, and yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like. That's just the best, man. Like, I'm like, fuck. Because, bro, there was, you're actually, you're so right. Like, the press conferences were like, because the dudes that were really good were boring. Like, nobody wanted, yeah. like, no disrespect to Joe. Joe's the man. He's the man now. But back then, he was just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But it was, um, yeah, I used to watch it just to see what you were doing. I was yeah, like, well, man. Yeah. It was like, you know, I was there, like, Duco used to do, you know, um, dwarf fights and stuff like that. Basically, I was I was the circus act, uh, you know, to entertain before the main event came out, you know. But it, it, it got big, man. It got pretty big, you know. And, and it, the funny thing is, I actually ended up being ranked number two in New Zealand and I was just like laughing, you know. <laughs> so, how that's just crazy. You know, here I am. I, I, I ever, you know, I felt like I'm a real boxer and I'm yeah. ranked number two in New Zealand, you know. So, it was, it was cool. I, I definitely... You know, I took it serious, you know, yeah. even with all the, the joking around stuff, I trained really hard, you know, and lost, ended up losing 100 kilos through my journey, you know. Does it feel good now that you could just, everyone could see the real you and how, how caring you are and how awesome you are now? Does it feel good? It's, yeah, man, look, there's nothing better than being able to serve others and, and help and, and help people turn their lives around. Um, you know, so I, I'm very blessed, you know, and, I, and people, every now and then, you know, there'll be, just the other day, you know, someone trying to cause a fight with me um, because they're, they're not, not everyone's aware of what I'm doing and the work in the community. They just still know me from that boxing stuff. And, you know, I'm walking through into the mall and a, and a guy, you know, he yells out, Oh, that's the guy that Manu Vantubai knocked out. And, uh, and, and I just looked at him, you know, and, and then he goes, Oh, sorry, bro. Did you hear that? You know? 
and and he started going on, you know. And but I've got everything to lose, you know what I mean? So that's right. The old the old me would have reacted, you know. But I just went up to him and I just said, "Bro, you need to be a better example for your son. He's holding his little baby." You know? Right. Um, but that's that's yeah, that's just the way it is, you know. So man, like yeah. uh, that's man, yeah. That buzzes me out, bro. Like you, you just watching through, you just walking through, and it's like, hey, relax, mate. Shit, it's not. That was yeah. Was it like two thousand and like nineteen? Yeah. No, no, it would have been way. Yeah. Seventeen. No, so my last fight was yeah, maybe two thousand eighteen, uh, and I came out of retirement to fight Manu, uh, and Manu, you know, me and Manu get along really well, and oh, you know, I, and I lost, but you know, that's just the way it is. That's and <laughs> that's funny that every loss that I've had in the ring i've always used it as okay i have i have to show people what you do i have to practice what you what i preach when you lose if you lose in life you fall over you don't stay down you get up you know and, and that's how i got more i got more supporters by how you know by how every time i've been knocked down i've always got up and that's what we talk and preach about you know you get knocked down don't stay down you know yeah yeah bro um so like um yeah it's just a, like i love jay-z but jay-z is my i love him man and he says this one line and it's like if i shoot you i'm brainless but if you shoot me you're famous and it's it's exactly yeah. right right if, if yeah. you go through and throw hooks you you're fucked up like yeah man i you know and i really wanted like you know that i'm i'm a man you know and i and the guys that's saying stuff to me and but that's what running through my man i said don't no, i've just got so much to lose but i was so angry I jumped in the car and I rang my uncle who helps me and he goes, look, son, um, for every one of those people, you've got a hundred people that love you. you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and so, and that just got my head around it. Cause look, it, like anyone, you know, I was, I was pissed and I, I wanted to, I wanted to do something, but in the past, you know, I've, I've, I've met people like that and I've invited them to come down and spar me and, and <laughs> you know, and, and and I, and a couple have and I and I you know and I, I gave them a good hiding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, uh, you know, hey, you got some words to say? Let's let's stop talking, eh? Let's come down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. far out. That's crazy. Bro, yeah, some I'd people got man. some balls though. Fuck, I wouldn't have the balls to say that to any boxer. I'd be like, yeah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, what's well, what you know? What, so because I thought about it all day, like, literally ruined my day, you know. So and I was and I just thought, you know. He must have him, you know. Someone that does that's got got issues. Yeah. So you know, something just, not right. Like there's something yeah, a little yeah. off, you know. Yeah. And some the people... problem is, bro, is that you know, that there's there's people, our people that are out there, and it's a, and when I when I did talk to him, I said, you know, your our kid, your kid is gonna do what he sees. Yep. You know. So we've got we've got to break cycles, you know. And it's it's with with where we're at, you know, and the people that we see on the daily. That's that's what we're trying to do. Break cycles. Do you reckon that's your that's your greatest achievement, bro? Is being able to break that cycle, like for yourself? Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, to, to, man, we literally changed a lot of lives and helped a lot of people uh, on 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 you know on a huge scale. Yeah. And that that feeling is just amazing, bro. No, I mean, I mean you, bro. Like you, you personally, like, bro. You could have. Let's be honest. Dad's dad's a dad's a bank robber, bro. Like. You, Bro, that's it's kind of like made right like oh yeah. yo that's that's the path i'm gonna lead but you yeah. chose bro you there was a time in your life you were like now nah, fuck that i'm going a different yeah. direction that yeah. that's got to be the most kind of like you know when you think back that's got to be a huge achievement and a huge you know tick on the, yeah, on the man, money scale. 100 uh, bro i i spoke it to these you at risk youth 
and they were, um, you know, they were probably the hardest. I've given a lot of talks, and these 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 kids were the hardest people ones I've ever. But I turn up there, and they come up to me because oh fuck, you're not famous, you know. <laughs> they said that there's that they the, the organizer had said they got a famous boxer come in, and this the kids said told that was their first words to me that you're not famous. So, um, <laughs> but but I sat down and I and I. And when I got introduced, you know, and, and then I spoke my, what I was, you know, my truth and I talked about my journey and they were just, it was everything that they've gone through. And then the, the lady, the organizer said, this is that, when she, she looked at me and she pointed and she goes, this is what breaking the cycle looks like. Wow. And it's, and it's so true, you know, cause there was people I grew up with and there was, you know, very close, uh, you know, not blood cousins, but uh we're together since we we're young, yep. you know, our parents were all in the mob together. And when I see where I'm at and I see where the others are, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, it's, uh, it's, I've been blessed to be able to, to break that cycle. But again, it's, it comes down to a choice and a, and a whole lot of work. And it's, um, I mean, it's nice to reflect at times. It's It's good to look in the rear view, but like looking forwards, man, some of the changes that you're making in other people's lives are just as, I mean, higher achievements, like, uh, you know, like in that, in terms of that, bro, what's some of these like really cool success stories that you've had through BBM that you're like, bro, people need to know about these kind of stories. Well, I mean, a lot of the people that will follow me will, 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 will know these guys, but there's, I mean, there's a guy called Phil, Phil has lost, um, about 150 kilos. He was, he was 295 kilos when I met him with one foot in the grave. Uh, you know, he was always in hospital. He had a massive lymphedema on his leg. He always had cellulitis. Um, and just last year he had his first boxing match. And, and I asked him, I said, man, did you ever think that you'd be here in, a, in the boxing ring? And he said, bro, two years ago, I was at home elevating my leg. Um, you know, we started a boot camp for him that was called Heavyweight Champs, where it was just me helping him. We invited other people that were that were in the same position as him. He's now one of my main leaders. He works at with us at BBM, and he's just a massive inspiration. Um, you know, there's 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 uh, Luke who lost 80 kilos in a year. He had massive uh, um, bad sleep apnea, rode off his car because he he fell asleep at the wheel. You know, because he wasn't sleeping at night. Uh, he wasn't present. At home, he get home, go to sleep. You know, now he's, you know, he's he got married, and he's just happy. He's present with his son. You know, it's just there's there's so many, bro. You know, you've got Rob, who I posted about today, Rob Campbell. And the funniest thing with him is, people will pigeonhole us and say oh, it's only for overweight islanders. Well, this guy's the chairman of Sky City, and he's a Pakia, You know, so mm. and he's he's 69. He's lost 40 kilos. hasn't dropped the hasn't drank a drop of alcohol since the since the night I met him. Uh, and he, and he's and he's vegan. He's even stopped drinking coffee, which is the only thing I can't get over. Is <laughs> I, I I forgive him for being vegan, but not drinking coffee. There's something wrong. So, um, but you know, there's it's just it's, there's so many there's so many stories. You know, we've got we've got type two diabetic. There's a lady that was type two diabetic for 15 years. After 12 weeks with us, she's no longer. So we're a we're a solution, bro. We're a solution. It's just about you know now it's just collecting all the data. Uh, we're right on the cusp of, um, you know, we, we're doing work with Carnes Manukau. We, we've signed now to a massive healthcare PHO, who the chairman, Sam Orn, the CEO is a really awesome guy that went to school with Rob Campbell. Um, it's all, everything's aligning. And all the hard work, six years of hard graft is starting to pay off. Yeah. Where it, We just cannot 
be ignored. And then, bro, when you look at what we're doing with this food bank, we've done this with no money, and we've done what other organisations take years to do. We're now we're now helping hundreds of people a week, right? And we've we've, we've and it's all been used without my connections I've made through boxing and through my and through everything that we're doing. There's some been amazing people that are helping us. Um, so it it just can't be ignored, you know. But um, that also that also that also can breed jealousy. Yeah. Yes, you know, so, actually, I didn't even think about that. Hell yeah, that yeah. would because you guys have yeah. been like what you just said. Like you fast tracked this. Yeah. And for positive reasons, it's not like it's not like you're making any like hard hard cash off this. But you've well, made there's no, there's, there's no there's no cash being made out of out of the boot camps. No, there's no cash at all. It's, that's all free. There's no cash being made out of the food banks. That's all free. So we get that by donations and 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 going and getting grant funding. So everything we do, all of our activities, we have to find grant. We have to find grant funding to do it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, so yes, yeah, so there's there's. There's no, I don't draw a wage. I don't. I don't get yeah. paid a wage from from anything we're doing. Um, oh, but you know, when I consider that when I first moved back, I, I think I earned t- when I first started boxing that first year, I earned twenty nine thousand dollars in that one year, and that's a, a lot. That's a, a big, a lot below the minimum wage. You know, that's all. That's all I earned. You know. Yeah. And, well, lot, yeah. So, and you know, even two years ago, I was only living in. There's two years ago, I was living with my, me, my wife, and my three kids in a sleep out with no kitchen. Oh. You know, so we've, we've, we've done well. Look, and I truly believe, bro, when you bless other people, when you when you live to serve, uh, you know, blessings they come they come back to you. You know, and we've we've been very blessed. Um, man, like, so like, if somebody signs up, somebody signing up to uh, BBM and they want to kind of thing, how does it look like from there? So you sign up, you 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 come in. So, so prior to COVID. You just turn up, you know, there, we do have a program called from the couch where you have to sign up, but it's all free, but that's, so that program called from the couch is for people two, 300 kilos, uh, more 330, 340 kilos, people that are stuck on the couch or can't stand for long. So that is the program where I go, okay, this is our specialty and we're going to, this is where we're going to collect all of our data from. So they come in all for free, um, and then we 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 give all their medical checks. You know, they they we do the weight, uh, you know, the sh- the blood pressure, or everything. You know, the, the blood sugar test. We do all of that. So we have doctors come in that we co- we collaborate with, and th- and that's just concrete data, bro. You know, yeah. so we have before and afters. You know, we have people that are were di- were type two diabetic that are no longer type two diabetic. You know, so that that program is you sign up and you and there's a waiting there's a waiting list for that, but everything else you you just turn up on the day you come uh, at the time. You know, some of our night classes will have 150 to 200 people there. But now because of COVID, we've got we've got we have to cut that down. We've got only 30 people at a class maximum just to get out. You know, make sure that because because we're so. We got a high profile. People watch us, and what we're talking about in terms of jealousy, there'll be people out there that'll be just—they just wait for us to make a mistake, and then they'll pounce all over it, you know. And, and people that are, um, you know, other other commissioning yeah. agents that are, there's other people out there that are meant to be supporting the people, but the thing with me is, we don't, you know, we expose them because there's a lot of people that. What I've realised, bro, is that because I started this pure just to, to help change my own life 
and then it's morphed into this where we're helping change others. Uh, I was not aware of the, the business side of health. And that's what it is. It's a full-on business, and people, um, all they're worried about is the money and the data. You know, so, that's so, that, that, so that's it. So when I first went to, when I first started to get exposed to this, I just was so angry. I said, look, why is no one talking about the people? Yeah. You know? So now, you know, there's things starting to happen now where we're going to be able to play a major role in making sure that we can, uh, you know, make sure that the health system works for our people. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's, it's, and not just, I'm not just talking brown people. I'm, talk, I'm talking poor people. You know, so yeah. poor, poor does not know any color. You're damn right. You know, so it's, if anyone in a deprived area that's vulnerable, anyone, you know, anyone that's worried about where their meals are going to come from, that that's that's who we speak for. So yeah. it, things things are, you know, that that's what drives us, and um, you know, that's what we're we're to change. So, uh, but to do that, we've got to have a really good team, and we're we're collaborating collaborating. So the thing about the health system, bro, is that because it's a business. So if you go to a tender for a contract, yeah. You'll have any all the other people there trying to get the money, you know. So they've forgotten why they're there. So they really help the people. Yeah. So I said to all of our team, it doesn't matter how big we grow, we, as long as we never forget our why and our purpose is to help people, we'll never go off track. Like all the because a lot of these other organisations started for all the right reasons, but they've gotten big, they've gotten corporate, and then it's all about money. Oh, bro, like. This is snaky shit, you know what I mean? There's always some rodents out there that are, are trying to fucking eat some cheese off somebody else's yeah. plate. And yeah. that's like, man, that's some bullshit, yo. Like, f- like I, I could see why you would be angry too, because I'm angry right now just you telling me this yeah. shit. I'm like, yeah. God damn, like, come on. The bros out here trying, like, even you're one with it. Oh, there's some fucking people checking us out, making sure we're not breaking the, the curve. Mm. I'm like, bro, who, like, I get it. When it was like level four, I get that shit. Yeah. But now it's like, well, oh, man, well, we've been, you know, we someone called the police on us when we were giving out food parcels. You know, we're, we're <sighs> a, uh, we're a, we're a, oh, um, what do you call it? We're an essential service by MSD, you know? Yep. So, but we did, we're running everything out of a way. We do our boot camps and someone called the police thinking that we we're running boot camps there, but all we we're doing was giving our food passports. It's just crazy, bro. And you know, the, 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 the thing that annoys me the most is that our commissioning agents and it, it's mainly the Pacifica commissioning. There's a, com- I'm not going to name who, who they yeah, are, but there's a, there's a major Pacific, Pacific Island commissioning agent who get, massive amounts of money to, to help community groups like us. So it's not just us, you know, we just have a, we just have a high profile and we're, and we're a big group, but there's so a lot of community groups on the ground doing, uh, doing great work unfunded, you know, but there's a group there. There's a commissioning agent that is meant to support the people on the ground, but the, it's like a funnel. So it's a big funnel. It's big at the top where they are. And by the time it gets down to the middle, there's nothing there. We went to them and said, look, this is what we're doing. We need help. We, we need some money to help to, to buy, go and buy some food vouchers. And they just said no. <laughs> you know, right. and, and, and we and we knew they had money because they, they just got all these commissioning agents just got a whole bunch of money. And the thing about us now is that all of their food banks are closed. So now we're getting people that were going to their food banks coming to us. We've got churches, we've got all these other food banks that we're supporting and we're unfunded. It's only because of our our connections and with um, you know with awesome organisations like corporate organisations and also some other grant funders 
uh, you know, that we're able to do this. But but now, bro, because of the noise, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that we have a good profile on social media where I this is what I highlight, you know. So I'll do a really cool video of showing just really raw footage of what we're doing. And I'll just say, hey, we're unfunded. Do you know we're doing this unfunded? You know, so so now, you know, we've, we've made all the right noise and, and now people are taking notice, bro. So it won't be long. It won't be long. But it's just, it's just bull crap. And the thing about with us is, so one day we're going to be the commissioning agent. Mm. It'll be us, and and what and when we are, we'll, we won't be cruising around in nice flash cars and making sure that everyone's got a company car. You know the money we get. So we got five k from MSD. We got the five k grant uh, for, and then we got also got five k from Hugh Green Foundation, and they are amazing people, the Hugh Green family. So we got that. That was ten k. We straight away went and took that money and bought ten thousand dollars worth of um, countdown vouchers. Mm. You know, and that. Other organisations, these bigger ones, they have they've got um, a lot of overheads. As you, know? you would, yeah, and, being a, yeah, yeah and, and, and then they clip the ticket as well, yeah. you know, and then, then they pocket the change. Man, you know, this this the problem. So the money that they're getting to support uh, organisations to support the people, it doesn't all go to the people. So anything we get that's for people, it goes to the people. Man. Hey, like, um, I know, bro, like, you've, you've got people around you, man, but I just got to let you know, bro, there's, a, like, um, I don't know if you've heard of Patreon, brother? Have you ever heard of that? No. Bro, so Patreon, what Patreon is, bro, patreon.com, and, and Unga brought this up. This is how I do things, right? So, like, obviously with the podcast, getting people to help, but it's a, it's almost like a subscription service that you can set up yourself, and pe- outside people can, do- like, every month, put money towards your your stuff with you being like fucking showing the money bro and people respecting you as this this dude that's all about that trying to help people i would bro i would wholeheartedly put 10 15 bucks a month in and i'm not i'm only one person if you check that out bro and you you set that up patreon patreon p-a-t r-e-o-n and like um they clip like the, the company they take tax out so it's like 15 percent of what you get and like maybe one or two percent so they'll take 17 yeah. percent out of that just to make this so, but everything comes from because you're a man of the people brother and i, I mm. reckon bro the people would see that and go holy shit i want to be part of that i want to help the bro out and they'll they'll bro i've seen i've seen some people hardly doing anything and getting like 400 400 us dollars a month but bro you're out wow. there killing that shit and i know that people would get on i bro i'm putting my hand up right now i'll put and you can you can organize the tiers like you can have like one mm. tier is like 50 cents the next one's like eight dollars the next one's like 15 it's kind of like yeah. a netflix subscription i suppose yeah, i'll get i'll get a team to look i mean set up a give a little a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, we we got so far. I'm just on it now. We got nine thousand seven hundred and ninety seven dollars. So the way I look at that is, I say that's nine hundred meat packs. Yeah, yeah. But so, like but the thing is, is like, why can't these others? Man. Why can't all these other motherfuckers see that shit? Like they are, with, and they're rolling in their benzes, and they don't see that. That's that's some dirty shit, yo. Mm. Real talk. Just, yeah. So all we do, bro, we just keep keep grinding keep grafting keep helping the people keep getting the results and look as i said bro we're we're, we're right there it's, it's you know we're, we're, we've got some great people around us uh we're, we're aligned with an awesome pho you know so that we come under their umbrella um it's, it's all happening bro it's just oh that's cool bro i'm, taken, I'm glad taken. you know because something has to happen and um and bro you're making it happen 
you you are and bro, like there's so much um respect and, and like this whole like the persona that you put on and even right now like people are kind of like wow i didn't know he was like that and i kind of i knew you were like this like i i went to school with one of your cousins and i was like and he would always tell me bro he's a good dude bro he's just like he plays that dude and i was like fuck he's the man you know so like mm-hmm. um mad respect brother um bro like um are you just uh like based out in um in south auckland because i know that you're out of ranwick i know you're running some shit out ranwick park uh, yes. right? yeah so yeah we're out south auckland we're running community classes ranwick was one of the ones but you know that we're running with culture groups culture classes um you know what that that's an area a very deprived area and they were just crying out for some connection to the community and to, with with also culture and uh, health and fitness so we're there um uh, that will restart soon but we're in, in manukau at a headquarters 12 jack conway avenue that's where we run all of our south class but we're also out west we started out west because i was living with my in-laws out west and that's where we started at trust stadium so uh those classes start can't start back up yet though because they run at school halls and stuff like that so um but you know you can just just the easiest way to keep track of what we're doing is follow me on, on facebook brown butterbean or uh, join our group on Facebook, BBM Motivation. So people want to see everything. Sorry, brother. Sorry, sorry. So people want to uh, join our BBM. They just go onto your Facebook and and click yeah. it in there and go. Yeah, oh, me. Just, just see, just search BBM Motivation. You'll see the group. Click join. There'll be a couple of questions that you have to answer. The main thing is there is we make sure that you're not in there trying to sell any gimmicks. You know, so yeah, uh, and that's it. You know, and and you're in. You know, so and then you know you you're. Look, what I, what that group is, it's just a constant source of positivity. Because yeah. what I realized really quick at the earliest part of my journey is I, I understood that not everyone was surrounded with positivity, you know. Uh, for that, you know, we take it really serious. For that 45 minutes to an hour with us, that might be the only time someone's surrounded by with positive people on, on the same journey as them, you know. So then true. they go back to their normal life, you know, where um, they're, they're – you know, a lot of parents they put out, put um, put themselves last. Never mind second place. We're last place, you know. So for that time, they can focus on themselves, and it's really important. We tell it. We tell our people it's not being selfish to worry about yourself because without you, without your health and you being at your best, you can't look after anyone else properly. You know. And uh, especially our Pacifica, our Pacifica Maoris, um, they they do have that. Like you know, it's all about whānau first. And- you know, let's feed mm. the kids first and get them sorted. And then after us, we have, you know, whatever's left over. And sometimes, yeah. you know, like, and that that's with the money, like, you know, paying for things like school, school uniforms and, and lunches and schools and stuff like that. When you only got a 20 bucker left over and, you know, payday's not sold next week. And you're like, man, like, fuck, how can we spread this out? That's when the shit food happens, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and we're, you know, the most, it's no accident that the most profitable stores fast food stores, the, the most profitable fast food stores, it's no accident they're in the deprived areas, you know? All over and, the and, world too, yeah, not just in New yeah. Zealand. And, yeah. and, you know, we're, we're just targeted. So what we try and we try and educate our people, we're a boot camp, yes, but we're so much more, you know? So we, we educate our people and the whole time we're training, we're seeding, we're seeding messages the whole time about mental toughness about getting, getting, yes, this session's hard. Yes, this set's hard, but so is life. You know, you get through this, you can get through anything. You get through this, you apply that same mindset that got you through the session tonight, apply that to life, you know, and, and that's all it's about, mindset around not not falling 
for these uh, freaking Pizza Hut ch charging one dollar pizzas in Altana, you know. So when I when I came out and I made a big deal of that, and we we got on the news um, interview and all that sort of stuff, people were my people were were saying, "Man, Dave, shut up! Bro. This is we're getting um, they're helping us." I said, "No, they're not helping us. They're exploiting us. We need to understand the difference." You know, if these fast food chains look, I love like fast food just as much as the next person, but I'm also no, I can't have it every day. You know, but the these guys need to they can't be just left to rape and pillage in our in our in our areas in our in the poorer areas and not not be made to reinvest into those communities that they're doing the most damage, just like pokies, just like alcohol. You know, pokies pokies have to give back to the communities that by law they have to, yeah. you know, they have to give back a certain percentage of what they're making. You know, why the fast food and the fizzy drink shouldn't be any different. Yeah. Ben, have you seen that uh, the thing about uh, they're trying to bring uh, KFC and Altana? Oh, I did see something like that, yeah. Ah, yeah. What do you need another KFC for? Oh, well, yeah. I, 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 look, I was, when when Krispy Kremes came to Manukau, I was out there with a protest with Tangata Pacifica, and it was only me there. You know, so, <laughs> but uh, look, I like donuts, you know, but it's the it's just, it's us, our people. We need to change the way we think about these things. We celebrated a, 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 another fast food, a donut shop open in our in our area. You know, we celebrate that fact, and we and, and we line for hours or days, oh, you know, right. just for a donut. That that yo know, that week that shit happened. That yeah. when that opened up the first week, there was like yeah. a kilometer of cars waiting for that shit. Yeah, so I was there with Tanga to Pacifica, Good just, on you, brother. just trying to curse. And look. I'm not. I'm not trying to be all high and mighty because I like donuts, you know. But <laughs> I'm just. I'm just trying to make, let our people know that it's about mindset, yeah. You know, and don't, not falling for the traps that they're setting for us. And they're easy. They're easy traps to fall into, man. What are you gonna do, man? When you, like, and when you know, people were talking to me about when I made a big stir about that pizza hut thing. I'm not blaming the families for going there. If you got no money, you got maybe five bucks. And you've got some you got three, four kids. Of course, you're going to go to a pizza hut with one dollar pieces. But they only made them for lunch. They didn't make them for dinner, you know. So they're gonna you're gonna go out there and, and buy five, ten pizzas. You know, there's there's your family's dinner for a couple of days, uh, and it's just so bad for us, you know. But you can't blame the the, the the parents for that because they've got no money. Yeah, you know. So it's what we're trying to do is make sure that these these if they were helping us. What they should be doing is having to go and buy, uh, uh, you know, sponsor schools for, for you know, or sponsor families for, and make, uh, you know, fruit and veg cheaper. Yeah, you know, or, they, or they subsidize the fruit and veg. You know what I mean? Or put money back into fucking amazing things like you're doing, bro. Yeah, yeah. You so know? you know that's 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 where I'm at with it. You know. What about in schools, bro? What do you reckon um, in terms of health and fitness in schools, bro? You reckon that have you delved into that area? We're in. Right before COVID, when we started at Glenn Taylor School, which is a uh, very good school, uh, uh, very yeah, nice school. It's, it's a uh, uh, what do you call it? The decile one school. Yeah, very, very nice. Very, very, yeah, awesome school. Yeah, very deprived area. Yeah, but uh, great school. Great you know? staff there. Uh, I do yeah, know that. you know the, the, the principal, just amazing people. They got us in. They loved the program. And from Monday to Friday, BBM, the BBM program is. The start of that of oh, I've forgotten the year now, but it was the start of the um, kids' school day from like nine to to twelve. Mm. You know, not so it's Kapahaka, which was under BBM, so we have our own Kapahaka team, 
then BGM, and then mindfulness. You know, so we're trying to teach kids real, real skills. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I had a lot of money when I when I had my businesses and I lost it all. And I understand when athletes and rap stars lose money because you're not you're, you're not taught how to handle money. So what we're trying to do with with our program is give give teach kids resilience, teach kids mindset and mindfulness. You know, um, that's what it's about. So we are in there, and it, look for us, it's about. We're, we're teaching the kids, but we also have to teach the parents because our, our kids yep. are eating what we give them. Yeah. And I always say they do what we say. I mean, oh, as a prime example of that, I, I never wanted to be like my father and I studied really hard and I went to uni and I, I played league. But when, when times got tough for me, I went back and I'd done what I saw. You know, yeah. I'd done what I saw as a kid. I'd done when I, when my dad needed money, I, I'd done what he did. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So yeah, that's I mean, what we're trying to do. break cycles, bro. Yeah, because I think like that's a that's an untapped kind of place, man. Like in terms of like uh, health and fitness in schools and motor fine motor movement and movement in general, like the stuff that you're teaching, bro. That's and even the, and the mindfulness stuff too. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of providers, man. And um, yeah. so trust me, I know I'm in the um, I'm in the teaching education realm, and I can see that. But like you oh, know, yeah. there's there's always the you know there's there's the odd ones, the odd kind of like airy fairy, fucking you know that kind of shit. But there's mm. nothing like a real like yo. This is what it feels like to to feel like to you know to be at peace yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, Chris, the um the the principal there, you know, he what he, he said, the kids are just so engaged. Hmm. So when 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 they when they leave us, um, you know, and they go into into the classroom, they're so much more engaged. Yeah. You know, it, and that that's massive. You know. I mean, you're you're setting off the um, endorphins and uh, the, the dopamine's happening, and they get they get into learning, and that's what's really cool about it. Yeah, you know, and a lot yeah. of people don't think about that shit. Yeah, man. So now, look, look, there's a whole cluster of those schools around uh, Glenn Taylor, and you know we're going to be, I think, pitching to them through Chris. Uh, for us to be in all those schools as well, because oh, uh, the, the Glenn Taylor was is a pilot, so it's going really well. Uh, we start back there next week. After, you know, this will be the first next week. We're the first week pack after COVID. Um, yeah, man, that's just another amazing program. That's that's definitely going to be everywhere. What we do and what we teach should be everywhere. Yeah, you know? oh, and, and it will be. And I mean, like this Kiwi Sport funding for that kind of stuff. Like I, I know there is. I can yeah. trust me. I know yeah. if you're a like a incorporated society and you can, you know, you're non for profit like you guys are. Yeah. That that yeah. type of that type of money is there, and 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 it's it will be used for like good shit. You know, not just paying the CEOs uh, gas bills or coffee yeah. bills. You know. Yeah. 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 yeah no, we 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 have met with different people from there, but so that's why we've done this pilot. I can't remember. We got the actually we got the funding. Yeah. For this, for this project from Glenn Taylor from the airport, Hi, Dad. you know, and and they were just amazed at what we're doing, and we've done we've done it again on a on a, on a shoestring. So we got some money from the airport, and Chris got some funding. Not sure where he got it from, but Auckland Sport actually come out to, to watch what we've done just before COVID. Yep, and they just couldn't believe it. Oh, you know? bro. I know some people that I, I know I know the people at Auckland Sport. They're good people. Like there's yeah. some really good, nice people there and uh, they're all for how can we engage kids and how can we get them going? So I know they'll, they'll just yeah. lap, lap what yeah. you guys are doing up. Yeah. 
So we, we're, like I was saying, bro, we're almost there, you know? Oh, bro, that's so good to We're measuring everything. we got, you know, I never collected any data because I, I, I didn't know that we had to, you know? So yeah. I go to meetings and people would say, where's your data? And, I, and my answer would be, do not follow me on Facebook. You know? So, <laughs> uh, you know, Facebook doesn't matter, you know? So, but now, you know, every, everything's collected. Yeah. So it's just, it's just building our case, you know, so that there's just no denying us, you know? Yeah. All right. I'm just going to, um, we got some um, chat questions, bro, for um, this one. Uh, the first one is from T-Mod. She says, uh, is there any way that people can help from the community with the food banks and things like that? Yeah, just... Just uh, message me or e- sorry, email admin at the bbmprogram.com. Okay. And program is P R O G R A M. I didn't know there was two ways of spelling it. But I, <laughs> 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 I have to keep explaining that. So it's uh, admin at the bbmprogram.com. You can email uh, the team there and you know we can pick up or you can drop off. What it, what it, everything we're doing with the food bank is coming from uh, donations and out of our own pocket. So. But um, to about, scale it, you know, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be good. What about like uh, voluntary work and, and coming to help that way? Are you guys open to that? Yeah, man, you can you can come and help. We're, one thing we're not short of is labour because we we got a we've got a big group. You know? When you get two thousand people coming to your classes a week, you got a big you've got a big a lot of a lot of people that are willing to help. But we always. We'll never say no, you know. If, there's, if if we need someone and you and you're wanting to come and help, that's that's all good. Our our busiest days are, are Wednesday through Friday, um, because see Wednesday through Friday we the food comes in, so I have to go out and get a 20 foot freezer container and to store to store frozen product. And we're very blessed to get uh, frozen fish from Sanford. You know they've come on board and supported us, and it's ongoing. So this what we're doing. So other food banks are are closing because their funding's running out run out or they just stopped like the bigger organizations just stopped but what we understand so hey the waste subsidy runs out in june if you think this is bad imagine what's going to happen then fuck you know, the pain's just started yeah. you know so you know, we're getting people that are adults coming and saying we sleep under laundry so our kids can have blankets so if anyone's listening out there that's one of the we we food and blankets is the main thing we need i i had no idea you know i, I just thought man i what I just totally didn't even think about people needing blankets yeah. until that family came in and said, we sleep under laundry so our kids can have blankets. So I said, okay, well, we're going to have to go out and get some blankets now and we just find a way, you know? Man, that's crazy, bro. Like, man. Yeah, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's a lady we helped the other day. I'm taking food out to, to the, it's actually her neighbor who I know who comes to our class. She came, I took the food out to her car and she said, oh, this is actually, this is for my neighbor who needed food, her kids came over to see me saying, asking for food. She'd been, she'd been beaten so badly. She can't leave the house, you know? So the kids came over to to ask for food. So the neighbor who we know, she doesn't, she doesn't have an abundance of money or food. So she come to see us. And this is, this is the, this is what we're seeing. You know, we, we helped the guy the other day who was living in his van with a one year old and his, and his wife now living in temporary housing. Wow. You know, so we're helping the people with, with nowhere to go. So, but we're also trying to direct them and say, have you, so when they apply for a food parcel, we, we only, there's no uh, conditions. 
You just you apply and what we're trying to focus on, because we don't have an, a, an abundance of funding yet, we, you, we, we're focusing on single mums and families with, with, with kids, you know. So, But when you apply, you, you put down what you need. You put down, okay, we ask a question, have you gone to wins? You know, have you gone here? Have you gone there? So we're trying to direct them because we want to be the last resort. Yeah, you know, if there's no, if there's nowhere else, have you gone? Have you, you know, gone to see wins or, you, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and and so we're seeing that the the most desperate. And the other thing is, we're seeing people that uh, a lot of them haven't been in this position because they, they, they've, they, you know, they, they've had a good job, but they've lost. Them. So if if you haven't been uh, in struggle street before, yeah, it's scary. Yeah. People can't empathize with others. Like there's there's people that are in a bubble that live in their little bubble that have no idea what the what the what the other half are living like. And bro, it's it's crazy you're bringing that to to, to everybody's attention too, bro. Oh man, yeah. So I mean, it's just it's 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 amazing we can help, but it's also it's all it's really sad, bro. This, oh this yeah. Was, uh, another seen. another question, bro, from uh, Jamie. Uh, she said, "Is it is this only in Auckland, or are you looking at taking it the whole of New Zealand?" Yeah, eventually, um, you know, we will be all over. New Zealand. That's that's the goal because what, again, what we do should be everywhere. Mm. Um, and it's not the exercise that we do that's the special thing. It's the culture that we've created where people feel safe and welcome. Um, you know, people belong to us. You know. That, that's what it's about, belonging to something positive, you know. People join gang. My dad joined the gang because he wanted to belong to something. Yeah. So we make sure people belong to something positive. Yeah. That's so cool, bro. Hey, brother. I just saw uh, that's that's us for the night, brother. Oh, we've got a couple of uh, real quick questions, bro, that yeah. you want to ask, bro. What's your best cheat meal, bro? What do you, what do you go for on the cheat meals? Oh, man. I I like peanut slabs. It's my, that's my kryptonite. Oh. And... Uh, uh, but my, I mean, I love burgers. That's 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 my thing. Bro, what's the best uh, burger you've ever had, bro? I like the uh, from Burger Wisconsin, the Triple C. I think it's called. Bro, I love how big those burgers are, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. You know, the thing about you know, when I was hard out on the weight loss train, you know, I, now I just maintain. I'm not worried because I am what I am. Where I'm at now, I'm happy. When I was hard out on the weight loss, I was always. Um, I had one treat a week. And I'd look forward to it and I'd use it as something to keep me going. It's only a couple more days and I can have it. And it was, you know, and but then what you 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 notice is that your treat meals become still pretty good meals, but you might add chips, you know. So, you know, you might have a you know, steak and chips. How good is that? It's, you know, it's it's not that bad for you, it's just the chips, you know. So yeah. But if I'm if I'm in a real good treat, it's uh it's a burger. And remember, a treat's a treat. There's I don't call it a, a cheat. It's only a cheat if I'm doing it every day. Yeah, you know? a treat is something that you you treat yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, but if you treat yourself every day, it's just the way you eat. That's true. Hey, uh, have you tried the uh from the chat? We've got. Have you tried the ice cream, the peanut slab ice cream? No, I haven't. I haven't yet. Everyone asks me that because everyone knows that knows me knows that peanut slabs. That's it. That's that's the jam. Yeah, uh, I, yeah it's that's me, man. Like one time I got a Christmas present. It was the best and worst Christmas present I've ever got. It was a shoebox full of. Peanut slabs. Yeah. Uh, the best and worst one because I, you know, I had to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, what's what what smell makes you happy, bro? What smell makes me happy? Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the smell of my children. 
Oh, you know? there's nothing like a newborn, eh? You know, or or a couple months old, and you're just like, hey, you smell good. <laughs> like, you know, those those young, you know, when you get your your new one yeah. in your hands. It's, yeah, I remember, bro. I remember that. Um, you know, it's actually sad, but it, it's when I was without my children, staying in the sleepout, and I still had a pair of my my kids, uh, my my son's shorts. You know that he'd left in the in my bag, um, and I used to just smell them. You know. Yeah. Just because I just miss them so much. And, you know, I'm blessed now I have all my kids back. So, you know, when my youngest is two, he falls asleep on me, I just smell his hair, you know. So yeah, that's that, me, that, that, that makes me happy. And uh, then, again. Yeah, bro. It's... Uh, just, you know, it's, I've had nothing. I've had it all. And, and, and you know, I'm working my way back. And we need to, you know, all the listeners need to understand that, you know, I used to be driven and success to me was money. You know that was my success. That's how I measured it, and it's 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 not. You know, I had to lose everything to understand what what success is and being happy. And that's you know having your family and and uh, being comfortable. You know, not not uh, not always wanting the material things. You know, yeah. Uh, that's that's what really changed for me. Just being happy, having food, having a roof, and 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 just being content. You know, that that's happiness when when you're making when you're striving always for money. And the thing about that is when you lose, when you lose it legally, then you try to do it illegally. It's even worse, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and, and a lot of us, bro, like my dad and, and a lot of the people uh, that I speak to where we, we justify a lot of things for our children. You know, we justify working a hundred hours or we justify doing this crime. I'm doing it for my kids. And we need to understand that all it does is take you away from your kids. Just, uh, in the long run, if you know, yeah. Well, and I lost, I lost. I, I mean, I'm very lucky I had my kids back, you know, because um, I, I I lost them. Oh wow. Uh, okay, bro. What's on your spot? What's the go-to Spotify playlist, bro? That you got? Well, what are you what are you man, jamming out to now? Man, I was I over lockdown. We've done all these boot camps. We're running 17 virtual boot camps a, a week, right through lockdown. Um, and so I had to find some cool tunes to play. So it's actually, I got onto SoundCloud yeah. and I was jamming to uh, DJ Manchu. Yeah, you know, the, the Mantis. The old school, yeah, the old school, uh, you know, just all those old school tunes. And the good thing about his is his, his mixes, they were so good, they never got blocked on Facebook, you know, so oh, wow. uh, they never got muted. Um, so that was that's my go-to. I, I love all the DJ Manchu, all the old school stuff. What was your uh, cartoon growing up, bro? What was the go-to cartoon that you used to watch all the time? He-Man. He, bro, we don't hear enough about He-Man, eh? Underrated. Yeah, He-Man was, was he, the best. He-Man was the best. It was either him or Transformers, you know, and they used to go at each other in terms yeah. of the ratings. And uh, what were you, you know? Bro, did you watch um, wrestling quite a lot growing up? Were you a wrestling fan? Yeah, yeah I love wrestling, bro. bro you Ultimate Warrior or Hulk Hogan, bro? Which one were you? I was Ultimate Warrior. Oh, not the, there's a lot of, like I, I don't know what it is, but a lot of the Maori Pacifica people they're all about the Ultimate Warrior, bro. Must be the you know the heritage, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, yeah, I like them, but I thought he had a better body. It's probably why. <laughs> oh, like bro, were you the Wolfpack or were you the were you into the Wolfpack? Uh, with um. Who was the Wolfpack with Hulk Hogan and that? Nah, that the, was like uh, Kevin Nash. Was... Yeah, brother. Oh, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. Kevin Nash, yep. That was, yep. That was, no, I like it. Well, I used to do that. I used to do that, you know, where they 
what's that when they do the X and they, you know? Oh, the they, DX, the, the, psh, the, X. the cross chop yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, they, man. All the time come out of the ring. Oh, but then, <laughs> back in the day, bro. But anyway, brother, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. Uh, yep. And thank My you very but um thank you so much for not not just for this podcast bro but for just doing some great things in in my hood you know i'm from i'm in clendon i'm in south auckland so i know exactly what you're talking about and bro just thank you bro like from the bottom of my heart man you're changing so many people's lives and just by being a real a real dude and and i appreciate that man i appreciate it man if anyone listening just go and search bbm motivation answer the questions uh, it's just say you heard us here and then man we'll just uh, we'll move forward together let's get it in there eh bro so thank you so much my bro thank you brother take care man you too bro man motivational is an understatement um dave has been providing just amazing support in the community ever since um COVID as well so if you want to go over go and search them up and go and see what you can find hey and if you want to support us as a podcast you can do by going to patreon.com forward slash the provised project but have a good day and i hope you enjoyed that hope hope that uh lifted your spirits a little bit and uh we'll see you on the next episode yeah